Welcome back to Rune Walking in Modern Times. I am Ken, and today we will be discussing Ansu's um, and diving into a rune casting that I'm not quite sure what for yet. So um, stay tuned and uh, we'll both find out together. Okay, welcome back, and um, let's start with Ansu's. Now, this can be where the Elder Futhark and the Anglo-Saxon Futhark kind of deviate a little bit, or this is one of the little things that might be a little different, but... um, Anyway, so uh, the Saxon name is Ask, um, A-E-S-C. Um, when you're talking about Ansu's keywords for it are message and communication, um, if you look at the glyph, it does uh, it is meant to look like it is a bird flying through air. Um, the deity attached to Ansu's is Odin. It is definitely a rune for Odin. Um, you can connect it with the ash tree, with lapis lazuli or sodalite. Um, if you were to want to um, kind of look for a color that is associated with it, light blue or sky blue would be um, appropriate, which I guess then changes throughout the year, right? Um, it does have to do with breath. Um, if you want to use it for magical purposes, um you can use it if you want to get a message to someone, a letter or an email. Um, you can use it to make sure that you your words and your meaning are understood, and give it give the message clarity. Um, this is the rune of the messenger. Um, it does mean that someone's trying to tell you something if it shows up in a, a casting. Um, and um, it's what they would refer to as an indicator rune. So draw another rune um, and that gives you uh, insight into what the message is that is coming to you. So um, let's see. The also also, uh, you're looking at Ansu's being an ability to speak things into existence or to create. Um, in this way, it it can um, mean or bring up 
the concept of holding us accountable ourselves for what we say and what we create, what we manifest through and using uh, our breath. Uh, So all that uh, information was information uh, passed down to me with um, my lineage. Now, um, getting into my notebook, my uh, workbook for the runes. Um, It's an interesting rune because I also see it as, and I'm, I'm sure this is out there somewhere, but um, it's a rune of clearing and cleansing. So it, I don't always work with the runes. I don't teach them, uh, except here, in order. Um, but if you're looking at Thurazaz and Ansu's together, Thurazaz, the rune of like destruction, comes in, tears everything apart, and then afterward, the rune uh, of Anzu's for clearing um, clears away any of the the debris. So there are, and there have been um, uh, thoughts out there, (laughs) words out there, that um, these two uh, especially are a prelude to prelude uh, to shamanic work. Um, I will soon be working with um, someone who uh, is interested in, in, I guess, what we modernly call shadow work. Um, These two runes are uh, very much, in my opinion, uh, kind of tied to uh, that concept so going in really looking at the things that uh, make us or create us or shape us um, rule us <laughs> dictate to us what we what we have to do so anyway those those kind of fit into there um I really loved um, Galena uh, Kraskova, she put in her bu- in her room book that um, on a mundane level, she's used Ansu's to unclog pipes or unlock doors. I have locked my keys in my car three times. And two of the three, I had to get a hanger and um, was very frustrated with myself. But Needless to say, when it came time and I was able to galder or or vocalize on Sue's, uh, I was able to get the door open. So uh, the one time I was doing it on my own and I didn't ask for help, and um, it just took a whole of a hell, whole hell of a lot longer. So um, I do not feel like on Sue's is emotional uh, when it comes to clearing. Although for me, when I'm working with Ansu's in a clearing capacity, I do tend to get uh, watery eyes. 
um, those tears are not, and they're not emotional. Those the the tears are not connected to anything emotional at all. It's just a form of clearing. Um, Ansu's I I think can help you if you're trying to find your voice in a situation. Um, I think it can help there. Um, I think that hmm, because Odin gave us breath or breathed life into us, right? So there's a um, a connection to him, but also a connection to all of our ancestors. So if you're doing some ancestral work, I think that Ansus can help that. Um, also, like I said before, manifesting work, but um, with, so there's a, you know, kind of an exercise about uh, connecting with Odin through breath. And it, it's about when you breathe in and you're sitting in meditation, right? You breathe in and you're breathing Odin in, uh, which then ancestral as well, right? And then you um, exhale. And I see myself as exhaling uh, myself back to him. And and that relationship of given, of, of, it's not give and take. It's it's the flow of the energy between the two, is um, an exercise that uh, I do um, whenever I feel like I need to connect with him, or would like to. If you, there are times when you know you can combine runes when you're working together. Um, so working with Tevas and Ansu's, um, uh, if you're swearing oaths, if you're breathing this oath into into being and manifesting it, you can use those uh, two together. Um, you can also use those two together if you're wanting mental clarity and understanding. Um... Let's see. What else should we talk about on Sue's? Um, on Sue's frequently asks the question, are you in a balanced relationship with your breath? You know, so too often our words can get away from us. And once they're out, they're out. It's very hard to um, take that back. So, Ansu's is a good uh, a good rune to work with when you're trying to edit is the wrong word, but when you're trying to. work with your breath and power of manifestation through speech in a more sacred and conscious way. How's that? Does that, I think that's, that sounds pretty good. Um, 
I'm looking at the exercises to see if there's anything. Um, oh, yes, actually. Um, and I think I was, I think this will be something I talk about. Uh, I'm recording as well um, Psychic Medium, the podcast, with my good friend Kelly Claire, the spiritual messenger, today as well in just a few minutes. But, um, and I wanted to talk about this personal hygiene, so energetic hygiene. So um, I have used Ansu's um, as a way to give myself cleansing, uh, a, a good physical mm -hmm. cleanse um, energetically. So um, I personally... And you can do this a little differently, but um, I use earth uh, or land, sky, sea as a way to center myself. And um, which is a whole, a whole other podcast. But um, if I'm trying to cleanse, I will, even with my hands, bend down, start at my feet, pull up, pull the energy earth up, energy of the earth up. Uh, with the concept and intention of cleansing up to the top of my head and then with both hands make the shape of Ansu's by taking them from the top of my head and doing the two arms of Ansu's that go off down to uh, the left or right, whichever you um, feel um, inclined to do. You could probably also do it the other way, pulling from... Um, another realm, which would be if you're pulling from the arms, you could do, you know, sky or sea, pulling that up and then releasing it back down uh, into the ground. So it's just, it was just a very good way for me to, hmm, yeah, cleanse myself energetically um, using the, uh, the runes. Um, so that's a good one for that. Um, I think, I think that's it for now. So, um, when we come back, we will be diving into a rune casting. Okay. So... In between Ansu's and this rune casting segment, I recorded um, Psychic Medium, the podcast, with my friend Kelly Claire. And um, we actually didn't have a specific topic that we wanted to talk about. We kind of were just uh, shooting the shit and. Um, seeing where it led and where it led one of the places it led to was pulling uh, a rune for me and uh, she pulled a, an oracle card and the rune that I pulled was Berkana um, and immediately I was taking, taken to it being a rune of discernment so what to call and what to care for. 
And then uh, as the podcast went on, the recording went on a little bit, I felt just prompted to pull another rune. So I pulled Avaz, the uh, one connected to the yew tree, the balance of life and death, and um, as I sat preparing for this segment of rune walking in modern times, I was wondering and thinking, you know, what um, what possibly should I cast runes about? And um, I was taken back a few minutes ago uh, to those two rune poles. So I believe that I would like to ask how mm -mm. I would like guidance for myself and for all of us on how we can better find balance in the flow of our lives and um, how we can use the concepts of Berkana um, with discernment uh, with what we need to get rid of and what we need well let go of and what we need to nurture so so how no give us insight into how to better live balance balanced within the flow of life and death the question can be very important <laughs> when you're casting your own runes or you know tarot cards or oracle cards whatever it is that you're doing phrasing the question can be very um Important. So, see if I can narrow it down a bit better. Please provide guidance to help us live more balanced in the flow of life and death. Okay. Gosh, it took us four minutes to get here. Sorry. Take a little swig of my latte, my coffee. And it's it's also important, um, before I get into this, I feel like I need to say this. And it's something that I had done, but I had not consciously created a process, but... If you're going to be doing divination, it's uh, very helpful to create a, um, a process for yourself to prepare for your divination. So um, it helps create a cow path. Uh, it helps create, I'm going to use this term, uh, the neural pathways it helps connect them so that you get there faster so your process of getting connected no yeah getting into 
the connection of divination can be easier as you keep repeating this process that you create for yourself. So, back to our question and our rune casting. Give us wisdom to help us live more balanced in the flow of life and death. funny I started um, to smell uh, like a like when something whether it's food or whatever begins to go off you start to smell that beginning of rot huh that's a, we'll see where that takes us because I have a feeling that's part of our lesson for today not our lesson but part of the interpretation of the part of the answer of the question right so before I cast these runes um, how can we like uh, it's very clear that uh, if we have the ability to smell, we can smell when something is starting to go off. So we're starting to die, right? So where in our body or where in our other, well, where in our intellect, in emotion or instinct and in our physical body, right? The connections of all those. Where do we start to recognize when something is dying and we need to start letting it go? That's an interesting question. So, I will cast the rooms. So there were three. Um... Two face down, one kind of rolled off of my uh, mat, my uh, lambskin, and the other two lay in the areas of my mat that are the present. So the one um, that was face up was uh, your, your, um, it's a rune of boundaries um, it's also the first rune that came to me that I really worked with intensely it's a rune of Jormungand So our question was 
give us wisdom on how to better live in the flow of life and death. So the one thing about Eeyore that I love, not just love, but that strikes a chord with me is that um, it's it's like this. Like if it, uh, a serpent can't go in a straight line, it moves in an S shape. So I talk about this a lot. So you've probably heard this, but there, so parts of its body are always on both sides of the straight line. If it's moving you know, in the same direction as the line. So remembering that we're always in that flow. We're always, there are always things that are dying and always things that are um, growing, coming in, some are leaving, some are go or coming in, and that we keep moving within all of that, and that is the flow of life. So sometimes we think of death as a as a process of stopping completely, or we think of like uh, you know uh, breaking up or getting divorced or uh, leaving a job or getting fired or all of those things as ends, but. Really, you're always in in the the motion of the flow, which is both endings and beginnings. So if we can remember that, that would be very helpful in living uh, within this flow. I also feel like uh, with Eeyore showing up, there's uh, an aspect to Eeyore that if you need to be shown where you need to break down a boundary that you've put up for yourself um, that's there. Even if you think you haven't put it up, you have. Because we that's kind of how it works. But it will sh- take you to that boundary and show you where that boundary, uh, the boundary that needs to be broken down so that you can progress. So there will constantly be, um, yeah, things that have to die so that we can't, uh, progress and move forward and continue moving. Um, so, what else? I feel like there's something else I'm supposed to say. I feel like uh, you may be hearing a little bit of voice um, from outside of the studio where I'm recording. So, uh, it is not an EVP, I promise. Um, for those of you who are into ghost hunting. Um, I think... (sighs) Let's go ahead and turn the other one over that is on the map that's also in the present area okay so AR um the rune of the grave (laughs) the first thought that comes to me with the rune of the grave is that it's a process um unlike fire unlike uh the funeral pyre which can transform 
uh, quickly. This is a process of being buried in the earth, the deconstruction of all your parts into small, smaller parts and into smaller parts and smaller parts that can then be um, digested by the earth and made new into something else. Oh, I just got lit up. Uh, and in that capacity, there is actually no true death. It's only transformation. Death is a word. Oh, okay. Okay, fuck. Okay. Uh, getting into the word death. It's just transformation. Death is just transformation. Death is just transformation. Death is just transformation. Okay. Okay. I think that um, I think that is enough for the moment. Thank you for listening to another episode of Rune Walking in Modern Times with Ken. That's me. Rune, Rune Walker. And um, I hope that talking about Ansu's today has been um, a... Hmm, has nudged a memory in you. that is deeper than you knew possible. If you have questions or comments or things that you would like to uh, me to talk about maybe, um, please feel free to uh, leave a message. Um, my Facebook page is at Northern European Runes. Uh, my Instagram is Servant of the Roots. Uh, you can leave a, a voice message on Anchor, which I believe there's a link to in the notes for the episode. And um, I hope you all have a great week. And um, I'm sure we'll talk to you in seven more days ish take care